Tonight, I don't know if they can bring this up quickly on the computer or not. There's no, I didn't tell them a text, but if you have a Bible, and when I say Bible, I want you to turn in your Bible, not check email or check Facebook, but I want you to get your Bibles. I want to look at a passage. As you know, school will be starting in about two weeks. Just an announcement next week, we don't have these group due to addiction. Addiction is at Holy Trinity Church in Stapleton Gardens. Tickets are five dollars in advance. In advance, seven at the door. Okay, so if you are interested, you can let me know. I can see what tickets I can get, but you can go buy a ticket at some time. And for those who don't know what addiction is, addiction is what we had here at Calvary Bible Church last year. Um, so if you are interested, but there won't be no youth group here, but we will have a kick summer. No, not summer. School kickoff. The following week, all right? So please invite your friends, but also you can go to addiction. <laughs> but tonight, I want to challenge you before you go to school. If I had to ask you right now, what are some of the goals that you have going by the school? What are some goals you have? What are some goals? Y'all have no goals? Not feeling my BJC history. Not feeling my BJC history. Yeah, sure, yeah, lie. Try and... Try and... Hold on, try and... I didn't know what you were doing. Okay, try and get a principal desk. Okay, try and get a principal desk. Oh, did you say something? Okay. Not feeling BJC... Not feeling BJC... Okay. Anybody else? So basically, everyone's goal for in school is I don't want to fail, right? Nobody wants to fail. I don't think nobody wakes up and goes to school in the morning and says, I want to fail this test. Nobody does that, right? Nobody that says, I want to be a straight F student. You know, that doesn't happen. We all have goals. But you know what? The only way we can achieve those goals is that we get 100%. But you guys, we just said, I want to get on the principal list, and I want to pass my BJC, I want to pass my BGCSEs. I know you don't expect to get there without studying. There's no way possible. Unless you're just a brainiac student, and you don't have to study, and I want to know in advance, and I'm going to use a harsh word right now, I don't like you, strongly. You know those students that just don't need to study? You ever been, you ever those students in your class that... That you, you know, like you study for hours and they don't even open a book and they just come to the test and you're like, hey, oh man, I got a 95. What'd you get? But don't talk to me, but you know? We have, you, you have people like that who just get on your last nerve. And somebody pointed this individual right here and they said, he is one of those students. Alright? You do? I just like you very strongly. No, but seriously, nobody likes those type of people. They, they are your friends. Let me just put this way. You two guys who they pointed to, we are your friends until it comes to tests. Until it just gets our last nerves. Alright? But the only way that you can achieve this is you get 100%. And I want to read, and this, this is in uh, Colossians chapter 3, after Paul has laid out rules for Christian households, rules that you should do at home, he says, number one, wives, submit to your husbands. That's a good important rule. Verse 
Right? Listen, I said that as the number one rule. Wives, submit to your husbands. Then number two, which is the hardest one. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Okay? Alright? So those are two rules. Rule number three. Rule number three. Children, obey your parents. That's like a long time, right? Fathers, and you all might like this, fathers do not promote your children lest they become discouraged. Alright? Y'all like that one, right? And then he goes on and tells people who work, bond servants, obey in everything those who are your earthly people. Basically says this, obey your boss. Obey whoever God's place above you. And when I do this is today for you guys, as I'm thinking tonight, I want you to think of it as your teachers, the students. Now, I'm sure we are all in this room experienced a teacher that is very hard to have, right? Hold on. Yes. Hold on. Hold on. All right, this is calling me. I know everybody thinks that teacher like, that teacher does not like me. You know? Hold on. We have two teachers in the back, by the way. Just want to know that. Yeah, go. Alright, anyway. But we all have these teachers who we think doesn't, don't like us. And we go home and tell our parents, Mommy, Daddy, that teacher doesn't like me. When they fail you, they don't like me. You know, they, they wrote me up for detention, they don't like me. It can never be us. Right? It can never be us. We never do anything wrong. You know, and I know today sometimes parents listen to you very good and they go to the school and brought the teacher and everything else Anyway. But this is the point. It's telling you to obey them. It says this Bond servants obey in everything those who are your earthly masters. Not by way of eye service that people believe us, but with sincerity of heart fearing the Lord. For us in this room, for you as students who call yourselves Christians, we are a representation of Christ. Even in times when a teacher is unfair, you know, they do things that are very um, harsh, they, they, they do things that we don't like, we are supposed to still understand that God has placed them above us. Now, am I telling you that's easy? No, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'll give an example of my class, which was probably one of the worst classes I ever known. <laughs> Alright, this is what they did one time. This is what they did one time. It was the English teacher that they did not like. And I'm not, let me just say this, do not do this. This is not to let you do this year, because I don't want to get in trouble, right? Okay? It wasn't me, it wasn't me. I just want to let you know that it wasn't me, okay? I wasn't a part of this. But my teachers, my classmates, did not like this particular teacher. So what they did, if you, have, if you go to King's Academy, you know there's a balcony, they have upstairs. Alright? They decided, they decided, listen, they decided this to put a chair in front of the door. And they set up one of our teachers who were ready 
could not walk probably had a leg problem. Favorite pee. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. It's really not funny. But what it is, it's set up, it's really not funny. Anyway, let's stop, ladies. Alright. They set up, listen, they set up one of those nice wood benches at King's Academy right in front of the door. And what happened is the teacher came out. And tripped and almost went right over the railing. Just because they did not like the teacher. Let me ask a question. Is that a way, is that a godly way to trick somebody? No. Again, the verse says to what? Fear God. Bond served obey in everything those who are earthly minds, not by way of eye service, as people believe, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. So what it's saying is this, look, no matter what happens, you should have faith for the Lord and you should try to obey as much as you can. Now when you go contrary to scripture, that's a whole different story. But look at verse 23 says, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. Some versions say, work wholeheartedly. What I'm trying to say is this, when you go to school this year, when you start school, give 100%. <coughs> There's no way that you can go into school half-hearted and expect to pass those tests. There's no way you can go to school without studying, without passing the test unless you do those two guys right there. You know? <laughs> the guy, and those two guys are going to hate me. Right? But, you know, you hear me? No, right. Okay. But it's saying, whatever you do, do it whole lot of for the Lord, not for men. As believers, this is a testimony for us. We are to give 100% whatever we do. In my house, and I'm going to tell you that I can be honest with you, I'm going to be transparent. One of the things I really hate to do is take out the trash. You know, I, I just, I, just, I don't want to take out the trash. I can be honest with you, I just do not like to take out the trash. But listen up. What this is basically telling me is, whatever I do, when I take out the trash, I need to do it unto the Lord. I need to be happy doing it. Whatever you do, whatever you do, do it unto the Lord. 100%. Now it's not easy to do. What are some things you don't like to do? Wash dishes. Wash clothes. Alright. You know what? I'm not even going down the road. Whatever you do, do it unto the Lord. Especially the believer, because you are a representation of the Lord. It goes on verse 24. Knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your what? You are serving the Lord Jesus Christ. For the wrong that will be paid back for the wrong he has done. And there is no partiality. What is saying verse 24 says that knowing that from the Lord you will receive the hand. You are serving the Lord. Whatever you do, you are serving the Lord as a believer. So when you take those tests, you ought to get 100% because you want to do the best for the Lord. Especially for yourself because you don't want your parents to say you can't go on some vacation because you got this grade. But you get 100%. It goes on in verse in chapter 4 and says this Masters, treat your bondservants justly and fairly, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. 
Okay, so that's a that's a command for those who are above you. You are to try and do your best to treat them with respect. And this is the part I really want to really want to focus on tonight too. If you look at your Bible, it says this is further instructions. Verse two: Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in for thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ, on account of which I am in prison, that I may make it clear which I ought to speak. Tonight in this room, we have a lot of people who have been in different camps this year, who have done a lot of things, who, you know, they say they want to be different, they want to change, they want to do whatever they can. And they say to themselves, why, how can I do it? Well, here Paul is saying this from where? Did you read what it said? At the same time, pray also for us that God may open the door to the word to declare the mystery on account to which I am in what? Prison. He's saying, look, I am in prison. I am locked up. And my only concern is that the Lord will open the door for me to tell someone about Christ. Wow. What power, what powerful words to think about. The thing that Paul, what he's going through in life, all the trials, all the persecution, being locked up in prison, I want, I want the Lord to open up the door for me so I can tell someone about Christ. Let me ask a question. If you were in prison, if you were locked up in Fox Hill prison, <laughs> <laughs> Would that even, let me ask you, if you were in Fox Hill Prison, would that even be on your mind? No. No, no. no I gotta worry about that. I can be honest with you. I gotta worry about that. That would be on my mind. One thing that would be on my mind is how I get out here. I need to be so But Paul is saying, look, you may think, you may think when you go back to school, listen, you may think when you go back to school, well, how am I going to tell all this about Christ? Hmm. You know, I'm scared. I'm worried. You know, we live in a country where we can read the Bible anytime. We don't have to worry about, you know, somebody coming and killing us. We don't have to worry about that. Some of you go to Christian schools. And I'm going to tell you straight, blank, straight point blank when you go to Christian school. It's the hardest thing in the world even though you go to Christian school. Because you know why? Everyone just assumes everyone Christian. But there are so many people in Christian schools who aren't believers. Alright? So the point that I'm trying to say is this. As you go back to school this year, pray for that opportunity. Pray the Lord open the door. Like I said, some of you went to camps and you are super excited for the Lord and you want to win your school for Christ. You've got to pray to ask God to help you. And it goes back to giving 100%. It also says this, verse 4, that I may make it clear which I ought to speak. Verse 5, walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time. Let me ask a question. What if somebody just walks in here tonight, and we have some people who have never been here before, what, do they, what, what would they think about you? What would they think about us in the youth group? What do they think about us? Do they say, do they say to themselves, they probably said, well, we're crazy at the beginning because we're jumping up and down, going left and right. You know, they said, well, this, these people are just crazy. 
know, there's something wrong with them, you know? But the question is, would they want to come back? Would they want to come back because they feel that like we have accepted them? Would they want to come back because we feel, they feel like we loved on them, that we tried our best to get to know them? Or would they just say, them people there? But they stuck right up. All they want to worry about their clicks. They don't want to love no one. They only care about themselves. You see, that's not what we want to be. That's not what any of us in this room should want to be, especially the believer. Because Paul is saying, look, walk in wisdom to what outside is, making the best use of the time. He's saying, look, make the best use of the time. You don't know that person, get to know them, talk to them. Get to know something about them. You know, we always have, your, your parents always tell you this, teachers always tell you this, you know, you have three weeks, you have three months off, two months off of school, make the best use of your time. Read a book. Do some homework. But this is what the Bible is saying. And this is, the, this is where we want to close. Let your speech always be gracious. Season with salt so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. What does salt do to food? Season. Season. Give it flavor, right? Preserve it. Make it salty. That's a big yak Let me ask a question. Who would y'all say are the best french fries? McDonald's. All right. Hands down in this room, we probably say McDonald's the best French fries, right? Who agrees? Subway. 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 It seems that those fries just have the right type of salt. It isn't the right salt on it. It tastes so good. And you go to you go right? When you go to Wendy's, that fry they got no salt on them. No one goes to Wendy's for the fries. I do. No. I should be there. I can be honest with you. Listen, listen. There's only probably one thing I like from McDonald's. I like the nuggets. I mean, mostly I go there for the fries. That's the one thing, right? I don't go to McDonald's with no burger, nothing like that. Just the fries. The point I'm trying to make is this. They kids with me on this beyond fries. Listen, when your school opens, be the salt of that school. Bring a season to that school. But God is bringing a season. Speak with salt. You see, there's one thing that turns anybody off. I turn him out. When people, when people, let me tell you something. What I, I just, I cannot stand. And I'm Bahamian, so I can say that. I can't stand Bahamian culture when you around a group of people and all they want to say is like this, like that, like that. And let me tell you something, when you use those type of words, 
When you start talking words, you're ruining your whole testimony. There's no way of even talking about Christ. Because the speech, what you, the things you say, reveals your heart. If I say these things, that's what's in my heart. Even though I'm trying to maybe be cool around my friends, that's what's in my heart. That's my life. That's what I'm about. No one just wakes up and stops saying those type of things. So Paul has made it very clear. Look, let your speech always be gracious. See them as so that you may know you want to answer each person. I want to challenge you your school starts in two weeks. Or a week. Whatever. Allah, Allah. Be the salt in your school. Season that land because of your speech, because of the things you say. Let outsiders see, you know what? Hey, you're not the same person you were when school closed. I can see something has changed. And you can say, yeah, something had changed. I have a close relationship with the Lord. Because that's what the Lord does. The Lord changes us. He changes us. He changes everything about us. He transforms us. And if you call yourself a Christian as a believer, that's what should be going on in your life. And that's why we really encourage you, you know, don't just do the quiet time or don't want to, don't sign for the quiet time just to please us. Do it for yourself. I'm not forcing no one to do that. Because the one thing that's going to change you is the Word of God. There's no way of you changing if you're just filling your mind with junk. The Word has to change you. So again, I challenge you when you go to school, give 100%. Let teachers see you give them 100%. But also ask yourself, what do people think about me? They see Christ in me, or they just say, no, that's the same person they saw before. A person that's trying to fit in. Be different. Being different is hard. And if you're just fitting in, let me just tell you something, you're probably doing something wrong. Because God tells us that we must be different there. So I challenge you as you go to small groups, as we discuss, you know, different things, you know, really be honest with yourself. Set some goals for the school year. Because we have to have goals and we want to achieve those goals. And I ask God to help us with that. Father, we thank you tonight. We thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Father, we pray that you continue to be with us tonight, that you be honored in all that we do. And we just thank you for how much you love us, that you will send your son to die for us so that we can have a relationship with you. We just praise the name. Amen.